I'd like to reintroduce you to the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. That's the course that I've been teaching many consultants how to get the foundation for what they're doing. We talk about setting proposals and getting your first clients. Go to safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I'm your host, Sheldon Primus. It's the podcast where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And we talk about safety and health and also other stuff to help promote you, right? We're doing a little bit of everything in this podcast. And today we're actually going to be talking to the VP of Strategic Partnership, which is Joshua Venega. I had a good time talking to him, and the reason why I was thinking to do this is, honestly, I use ViewStub quite a bit. Um, one of the earlier adopters to the program, I'm really glad that I did, and um, I tell you, as consultants, we have to keep promoting ourselves, keep promoting our business, and most of us are solopreneurs, we're either us or a partner, that's our business, so we have to compete with people who have big agencies, and we also have to make a, uh, a name for ourselves, if you will. So I've been doing events to help with those things. First, it is another source of revenue by doing events. And the reason why I started myself was because there were so many people who wanted me to do webinars for them. (laughs) And I mean, it was like constant webinars for everyone. And I was like, at one point, I was thinking, okay, Sheldon, you've got to do some of this stuff for yourself. And that's when I started thinking about event coordinating. And then when ViewStub came around, I was like, ooh, hold on. I got all kinds of tools now. And uh, their support was outrageous. I honestly had just the help for everything that I needed. And it was just truly wonderful. And I just came up with, hey, let's go ahead and share this. Uh, share my my little secret for event coordinating with you guys. So uh, to follow up with this episode, I'm going to place the version of this episode on sheldonprimus.com forward slash viewstub. Uh, then also I'm going to have just a nice link to get to viewstub uh, so you guys could, uh, could see what I have been experiencing. It's a sign up link uh, for I'm part of their uh, affiliate program. So uh, it's not going to cost you anything at all. It's uh, one of the benefits and we actually talk about it in the interview, uh, the affiliate program and uh, just want to make sure that you guys knew that up front. <laughs> but the program and this actual episode was not sponsored by ViewStub. It was just uh, a user that happens to have a podcast that loves to service. And uh, that is what I'm doing here. So sit back, 
relax. We're going to enjoy talking to Joshua. You spoke to me about, you know, virtual events, some trending hybrid performances, how they onboard people. Talked about fancy fails and uh, actually put it in a statement. Simple scales, fancy fails, which I love. It was awesome. So we, we really uh, talked about everything, even pricing. For those of you that want to stick around just for uh, rules of pricing, he gave a nice little sp- short, sweet pricing strategy. So I will not be coming back at the end. I am going to go ahead and do my normal sign off right now because I actually have a class that I need to do this morning. So I'm doing this thing like just before I get my class going. (laughs) So that's my disclosure. So I'm getting this in because I promised you guys a podcast this week. It may not always be Monday, but I'm getting one in this week Uh, and I'm still active working. So uh, I love doing that stuff. I always like my students, so I always schedule them in. Every month I'm going to touch base with students, so I schedule them in. All right, gang, so have yourself a wonderful rest of the week. Listen to Joshua, and uh, go check out ViewStub, SheldonPrimus.com forward slash ViewStub, and uh, see a little bit more about that, and you can have an opportunity to listen to this podcast one more time. Go get them. I'm Joshua Veninga with ViewStub. I am currently the Vice President of Strategic Partnerships. Um, I have transitioned over from Director of Business Development. Many times I was helping onboard a lot of people through this pandemic, whether they were going through uh, transition from having in-person events to now transitioning to virtual, or if they just wanted to start having virtual events to to get things off the ground with whatever they were doing. Currently, ViewStub right now is a hybrid platform. We also offer some promotion material, but really we focus on just helping organizers have successful events as well as as well as um, having as much support as we possibly can, right? We want to not only provide a platform and a software, but educate them in the best way that you know we know how. Oh, excellent. And uh, when I got started with you guys and, and, and I made all kinds of mistakes, I mean, truly, <laughs> I, I try to set up two different things, meaning yeah. I had one, I had your system and I try to use another system because I thought that would be better to, to have one for the, the phone version and then one mm-hmm. for uh, watching on a computer. And I messed it all up. I mean, yeah. I was terrible, but your support system was so good. I mean, you guys like walked me through everything and I, I, uh, you know, after I, I, I got the nerve to ask, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you walked me through and that's everything. what we tried to do. We really tried to just, um, answer any questions that we could possibly have, but be an extension of your team overall. And, and I really think that's what, what separates you stuff from a lot of the platforms right now is, um, a lot of their softwares just provide the software, right. And they're like, Hey, all right, here you go. Here's some instructions, figure it out where we try to be an extension of your team. If you have any questions, if there's something that you're trying to do, um, we want to have that conversation with you because we might know a way to do it. That is a little bit more strategic, um, and actually might work out a little bit better or be easier on you. And if it's something that we can knock out because we've done it a hundred times, you know, there's a lot of times that we'll just do it, but we also want to educate you. You know, you can, um, give somebody a fish, but if you teach them how to fish, you know, they'll, they can feed themselves for a lifetime. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the mentality that we want to do. And that's, that's kind of like what, what you do, right. As, as an instructor um, and kind of with your courses that you have, it follows that same premise. 
Yeah. And uh, for uh, those that are listening that are going to try to do their own event, uh, is there like um like currently a, a trend that you think is is something they should explore that that in events there you know yeah. you're starting to see because you guys have so many people on your platform you get a sample size that no one else could get so what yeah. what are you seeing as far as trends for successful events so i would say and then that that's a key that's a key factor right there right successful events because there's a lot of people just having events but where i see the most success is don't try to come out of the pandemic and just have this major event right like this is the one that everybody's been waiting for just have an event you know have it be as simple as possible um one thing that i love is simple scales fancy fails so keep it simple people want things that just work rather than having all these bells and whistles so a great example is if you have an event and you're doing a training course um, and you're like, I have to have lunches. You don't have to have lunches or you don't have to have all these features. Now, if you can and you get a sponsor and they want to sponsor lunches. And again, this is just a hypothetical example, but it, it would be better to have your event and keep it simple for people rather than try to have this super elaborate event. Um, and then you notice that half the people show up. So now you don't have, you have all these lunches that you prepaid for. So now that you know, you're you in the negative when you would have been fine. Um, and that's really something we actually just came back from Neva which is a small venue uh, expo. And they were all talking about that. And that was some of the biggest things. COVID is still in existence, right? We have yeah. to um, be cognitively aware of that. So virtual is still going to, in my opinion, always be a factor as well as it's such a great external form of revenue for any event, whether it's in-person or virtual, it could either live there as a virtual option for people that cannot attend. So you have less refunds. Yeah. It can also be a library for any of the content that you are speaking about so that you can monetize it at a later point. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, first, I don't want to glaze over that, that, uh, that simple thing that you said there. So simple, yeah. what? Well, hold on. That's simple, a t-shirt. Yeah, it is. Simple scales, fancy fails. Simple scales, fancy fails. Was that you or did you make that? Or no, you get that no, from- I can't take credit for that, unfortunately. <laughs> so that's Alex Hormozzi. He's uh, uh, one of one mentor of mine and he's a fantastic guy. And he wrote the book, a hundred million dollar offer. And it is the Bible, in my opinion. It's amazing. Obviously, not the Bible, the Bible but um, but it, it's amazing. Where should they send their their letter to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Um, and what I like is uh, just the whole premise behind that and, and that mindset is we and we even did it over at ViewStub. We had every feature. I, I imagine you saw it throughout our, our entire process. We had every feature that you could possibly imagine for yeah. any event, right? I mean, there was breakout rooms, there were sub breakout rooms. Like we we were trying to add so much value. And that is important, right? Because the more value you add to any client, right? They're they're not going to have to worry about the price. So yeah. if if somebody's ever asking about the price of something, you didn't add enough value, in my personal opinion, right? Price yeah. is always a factor, but if you add so much value, they're not going to scoff at the price. So this is kind of a way to say, all right, I need to add a lot of value, but I also just need to keep it simple because if it's simple, it's, it's easier to make multiple of those. Oh man, that's awesome. That's another one right there. You 
just dropping bombs with those gems. Yeah, man, I, I'm trying. <laughs> uh, I mean, that is the truth, because quite honestly, me as, as a person who is not only running events, uh, whenever I I see people with events and they always talk to me about, or at least they mention that uh, the price point, they're, they're always trying to figure out what kind of price point to do. And most of the answer would be, you know, well, what do you give and what's your value? What do, what do you, yeah. what kind of resources are you're adding and then what with those resources in turn give back to that person in some yeah, sort dude. of monetary amount and then that should base your price <laughs> that's that's usually my my thought process for that is that right is that the way i should be thinking exactly <laughs> that's true. Um, yeah but it's you know the return on the investment and it, it is just in that and, and that kind of also bleeds into to what you're doing as, as well as you know your your followers and the people that are listening to this podcast, you know, any event that you're going to have, think about if you were an attendee at that event, what would be the base amount of something that you would want to get out of it? You know, if you're spending a thousand dollars, you're like, you know, I, I want a lunch. Like I'm spending a lot of money. This is a lot of my time, Mm -hmm. you know, think, step into their shoes and then just go, you know, 20 to 30% above that. Nothing Mm. super crazy because if you add go so, so much value, way crazy amount of value that come from somewhere, right? That's either coming out of your pocket or you're just overloading them with way too much. And they're like, okay, this is amazing, but I don't even know what to do with all this. Right. So then now you're spreading everything too thin because if you only have a hundred percent of time to allocate towards all of these things, everything's getting about 10%. So it's, it's having that balance that's extremely important. And that goes into what, what you're doing and your listeners are doing as far as events. Um, and, and just in life, in my opinion, is, is you want to, again, keep things as simple as possible, but just add that right amount of value to where when people are there and then when they leave, they're like, man, this, I would go to this again, even if it was the exact same amount of content that I'm receiving. Cool. And uh, for the structure of pricing, since we were there, um, you've guys in, 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 in the way that you've you've made it, not only can people have different prices for their events, but then they could do discount codes and and promotions as well. And it's really truly a click of a button uh, that yep. you could add those extra features. Uh, have you seen success with those type of pricing models where you have a, a various range? Because you even have a model in there. Sorry, I had another thought. You had a, a model yeah. in there where it could even be free, like a donation model yeah. in there too. Um, what's has is there a trend in that? Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, the rule of thirds, it's always very good, right? Good, better, best. And let that decision fall on the attendee or the consumer, whoever is making that purchase, because you don't know what their lifestyle is. They, you, you might say, well, I I just want to make it affordable. And some people in the audience are like, I mean, I can afford it. I'd rather get more value. So then you have a price point that is extremely valuable and is priced accordingly. And then you have some people that, you know, they're like, Hey, you know, I just want the the basic content. I, I want, I want to attend the event. I don't have a lot of funds to allocate to it, but I want to be there. And then you give them an option, you know, and then something a little bit in between, um, that rule of thirds is, is always what I've seen to be the most successful because if you give people too many options, um, again, they're just like, I don't even know what I want right there's, I, let me think about it. And that's what you don't want. Um, another model that you can also do to kind of piggyback off of that is you can add add-ons, um, which is something that we've incorporated where when they select a certain ticket, 
it will actually prompt them to add something else, right? So let's say that it is just the basic model and then you want to add replay because that's not included. That could just be a prompt that prompts them. Um, and because that is included in the VIP ticket, it's not going to prompt them, right? So you don't have this overlap of people like, wait, I thought this was included. So the way the software is structured is very systematically in that way. So that's a good one. And then you have the donation one is, is always fantastic because you can set a minimum amount and they could pay more if they chose to do so. So there's, there's a lot of options as well as you can pass along the fees or absorb it. And that's really just kind of knowing your audience, whether they're going to want to see that there's a fee or they don't, they just want a, a, you know, a bare knuckle price. Uh, they know that it, it's always there and it's always extremely affordable. Um, I, right now we're, we're at about a dollar and five percent, give or take, for the ticketing processing fees, which is insane um, for what you get because that's also including virtual. Oh yeah. Uh, to give every everybody an idea, back pandemic wise, when server costs were absolutely insane, it was about nineteen percent, <laughs> and that was on the lower end. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I've I've seen a lot of people now trying to get back into you know doing some sort of venue, doing some sort of event, and the hybrid model, as you mentioned before, is is starting mm -hmm. to have the people in our field and in the safety and in, in a lot of the other industries that are really dependent on people that that uh, you have to have that interaction, if you will. Uh, yep. They're getting back into that, so I I know that your company has been really good at that. And yep. are you guys still consider a small business? Cause you can, you're, you're, you're getting pretty big now. Yeah. I would say we've stepped out of the small business. Um, we've definitely gone into venture capitalists. We also have transitioned into a corporation. Um, so that happened about eight months ago. So that's, that's also kind of a big deal um, for us overall. And we have, we have definitely started to partner with more venues. That is a direction that we have heavily incorporated because it's just so much simpler to work directly with the venue uh, as well as the organizer, right? So even anybody that comes um, from, from you guys, if, if you have any questions, we're definitely here and, you know, we'll connect on that at, at the end of the, of this show. But if you are working with a venue and you aren't really familiar with their ticketing or you don't like theirs, or you think that it's uh, inferior, you know, that's where we want to have that conversation because, because, we will take it as far as to building out a seat map of what you want your event to look like and then presenting that so that your attendees can have an interactive seat map that they can choose from where they sit, um, which is a really, really That's cool awesome. feature. Just, yeah, just taking it to the next level. Yeah. Is that... Um... I shouldn't say the full roadmap, but uh, what what is you know some of the the highlights of the roadmap that we could do for uh, at least you could tell us. I know it's sure. probably stuff yeah. you can't, but what's the roadmap course, look like yeah. for the organization? Absolutely. So some of the things that um, I would guess kind of insider information that I can definitely um, keep on this podcast, yeah, and that I can offer is. Uh, we have a thousand tickets fee free. So that's something that I did want to include to all your listeners. So um, connect with us and uh, you can connect directly through me. I'll make sure that you get it. But yeah. your first thousand tickets that you sell with Vista will not have a fee. And when it comes to you, right? So uh, to your attendees and everything like that, there will be, but it will stay with you. Um, so it, Vista will not absorb it. So that's just going to be another revenue income for you guys to have and to keep your business model going and to just keep 
everything in motion. Um, and that's something that we wanted to offer for you. We often wanted to offer support. So again, same thing that you've experienced with yeah. ViewStub is going to, we're going to be able to offer, sorry, we're going to be able to <laughs> offer that to you guys to get everything going and answer any questions. It's going to be a lot more personable uh, versus you just, you know, feeling like you're talking through email or a bot or anything. Our team is very personal when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the seat mapping is another big thing. So if you have any venues there, any uh, areas that you might want to seat map, we can have that. And then, Amplify is another really big one that's on the roadmap that I can touch on, yeah. which I think you've seen. I have seen. A bit I can't wait till it yet. launches. Yeah, I know. And uh, it's pretty incredible. The The biggest benefit of Amplify is that you're going to be able to create profiles for all of your attendees, right? So if somebody comes or you share a bit of information out and then they reshare it to 10 people. You now have a profile that'll tell you, hey, Jennifer shared this with 10 people and she only purchased it once. So then you can have top performers. Where that's extremely valuable is, let's say normally you you would only go off of the people that purchased it, right? As like, oh, and maybe you you wouldn't even know that somebody purchased it 10 times, but let's say you did, you you ran the analytics and you saw, all right, Jennifer purchased this 10 times. That's amazing. I'm going to send her a free ticket for her friend or something like that. I would argue that Jennifer sharing it 10 times is more valuable than her purchasing it 10 times because that's getting it out more into the world, right? It's getting more viral. Now you can have a profile on that. So then you can send her tickets around that. You can also break it down by demographics as um, when they link their Instagram or their Facebook. Again, this is them opting into this. Um, We'll be able to see where they live, uh, their age demographic, what their interests are and anything like that, um, which really just helps us target the marketing a lot better. Mm -hmm. So you're not advertising an event that's happening in New York to somebody down and, you know, South California or yeah. something like that. Right. It just wouldn't make sense because then you're going to end up losing their interest. They're like, well, why am I getting this advertisement? It, it doesn't make any sense. So it looks like it's a, it's a pixel technology. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, uh, I know your time is short, but uh, can yeah. you uh, tell us just a little bit about your your uh, affiliate ambassador program? I know you have affiliates two ways where people could be an affiliate for your event, and mm-hmm. then also the brand ambassador side, where if you you can now get somebody who joins, like you could get some of that. Uh, so if you wouldn't mind, because my my audience, yes, they are absolutely entrepreneurs as well, and they're <laughs> thinking about you know how can I get some extra money in this. So yeah. uh, if you could explain that to me and, and then I know I got to let you go. So um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I would say the the best direction to go from there would be to just shoot me an email or even shoot me a text, honestly, and we can start that conversation. Because just like you said, we have both. We could set you up with kind of an ambassador where you just send us referrals. And it can honestly be as simple as, hey, Josh, this person's interested this is their number, right? And it's like a text introduction. It can be one text. And then what we're going to do is just put them under your account so that when they start doing events, they're going to get a little bit of that revenue that that event creates. Another way um, is, you know, a little bit deeper where it's going to be their account is under your account and you're either helping them with the event or you're helping them build it out and it's more involved. Again, you, they would be the same process and you would actually kind of 
have more of a cut in that. And let's say you were to work on a partnership with this person because you're helping them with their event. Now you can do revenue shares inside of ViewStub. So anything that that account populates outside of the brand ambassadorship, you could work out an agreement with them. I'll give you an example. Let's say you go to a venue and you're having your event at the venue and you say, okay, the venue will give me the venue for free, but they want 10% of the all the ticket revenue that comes in. Now you're going to put the venue under you. And then when they have the event, 10% is automatically going to be split to the venue and then they can withdraw it. And then all that happens automatically. So you don't have to work it all out in the end. Oh, that's excellent. Well, uh, before we go, you have to tell everybody how to reach you. I know I'm not being, you know, this isn't a sponsored interview, but I absolutely am a a fan of the program. So that's why I wanted to make sure I had you guys on. I'm not saying I don't want to sponsor, you know, I'm not saying that if you want to. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) We're in. But uh, but just I just I know people, they they kind of think, you know, Sheldon's interviewing Bustub. Oh, he must be making bank from Bustub because he's on the show, (laughs) you know, so I want to at least put that out there but um uh, give us your 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 info how to reach you and i'll i'll do like a a sheldon primus forward slash view club my my sheldonprimus.com forward slash view stub just for you as well to put all that stuff in a nice concise area but tell them how to reach you Yep. So it'll be Joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A at ViewStub, which is V-I-E-W-S-T-U-B. Very simple. And then phone number 407-756-7966. And you can also just reach out through our general Instagram, which is this ViewStub. I also monitor that a little bit and we have people looking at that. But I would say email and text is best. You can always call me if you have any direct questions as well. Oh, thank you so much for being part of the show. Oh, you, uh, you rock. <laughs> you <Nice>. said rocks. <laughs> awesome, man. I appreciate it. I'm a fan. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.